You're listening to The Don and Mike Show, powered by SMT Expo. Don Savela, owner and publisher of Exhibit City News and ExhibitCityNews.com, and Mike Morrison, national sales director of WS Display. The Don and Mike Show, a weekly podcast focused on trade show, event, and experiential marketing industries in today's world. And now, from our studios just outside of Atlanta, here is Don and Mike. Do you need something new, fresh, and exciting to drive attention at your event? SMT Expo Systems is bringing you the one-of-a-kind Toolless Fabric Booth System. Customize it with brandable logos or images and sell it as sponsorship opportunities. Use it to create a zone on the show floor and more. Connect with us today at smtexpo.com to get more information and ideas. December the 9th, 2022, time for the Don and Mike Show. Mike Morrison, National Sales Director for WS Display in our Atlanta studios, back off the road from San Antonio, Texas, and EDPA Access 2022 version. On the other line is Don Savela, the owner and publisher of Exhibit City News and ExhibitCityNews.com, and he is in the headquarters of Exhibit City News on Desert Inn Drive. So uh, we're a day before our, our Friday show, interviewing just a little bit early, but uh, it's good to uh, have taken the trip out to San Antonio, and now it's good to be back at home, right? Without a doubt, Mike. Yeah, you know, it's always good to get back home, but that was a really great event out there, that EDPA access down in San Antonio, and uh, it was great seeing uh, a lot of familiar faces and uh, great meeting some, uh, some of the new people joining in. You know, that was something I did notice um, in recapping EDPA access. It was a, a, a very, I, was, I would think everyone would call it a very positive and good event that happened. It was good to have uh, 300 or so people uh, in the same building uh, again, because uh, the uh, years before have been a little derelict in its uh, attendance, but uh, it was good to be back. But one thing I did notice is the uh, differentiation between uh, what I'll call, for lack of better words, old guard and new guard i mean it's like you know the legacy people that have been around for 10 15 20 years and then there was a uh, particular focus on new people coming in future leaders future workers uh within the industry and uh, they made that very pointedly clear that uh there is a new set of people coming into the industry and probably and, and this is just a guess on my part but i can't see why it wouldn't be true there were probably the largest contingency of new workers coming to access than we've ever seen before. Um, that, that is pretty safe to say. You, you know, there were quite a few of them, and, you know, a new face doesn't have to mean someone that's 22 years old. You know, there were some new faces at 30 or 35 years old that, that's young on EDPA standards for sure. Yeah, absolutely, because gosh knows we brought in a whole lot of new people from outside the industry uh, in order to beef up uh, uh, companies as, as, as they lost people over the uh, pandemic years. And uh, now we're, we're somewhat back to trying to get ready for uh, the upcoming shows that are happening. And that's something we can certainly talk about. You know, next week, obviously, we'll be in Louisville, Kentucky for the uh, Expo Expo for IAEE. And then, of course, uh, the, the first event out of the shoot uh, before that even kicks off is on Monday evening, uh, December the 12th, 
which will be the ESCA Winter Award Ceremonies. Uh, so uh, all the general contractors and everybody who are members of ESCO will meet before. And then on the 13th, it's Education Day uh, with a lot of tracks going on. The Expo Expo itself takes place the 14th and 15th. And then I catch my 5.45 a.m. flight on Friday home. I can't believe I booked that. And whoever did, well, that was me that booked it. should be shot in the head. I haven't done anything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know you didn't book it. It was me. I booked it. I, I'm not real sure. That's a, a subject on its own to talk about is is flights these days. Um, one particular airline that I guess I have flown now for a while, Southwest, has, and I don't know what the deal is. They keep talking about, you know, um, it, it lack of staff and lack of planes and this, that, and the other. But it, it appears this trend is going on for them specifically that the nonstop flights – that are happening are either extremely early, early, early in the morning or extremely late at night. And it's like nothing in between except connecting flights. And, you know, from Louisville to Atlanta, you know, it should be an hour flight. And if I take a connecting flight at a reasonable time, it'll be a five hour, six hour day. And I just can't do that. So I've got to get up with uh, God at the break of dawn and take that early flight. Yeah, there you go. Early is the way to go. You know, when, it, when in doubt, get the heck out. Okay. There goes the rhyming again. I know Chris Griffin mentioned that last week in the interview. Um, but, yeah, that's a lot of things going on in Louisville next week. And then if you take a look at what happens, of course, there's a Christmas break there, so to speak. But most people will be getting ready to head, obviously, to one of a couple of places, uh, either Surf Expo in Orlando or CES uh, in, in Vegas. They'll probably uh, go that week of the 26th to begin set up for that. Several other big shows happening, of course. Uh, the Atlanta market here, uh, uh, promotional products in Vegas right after CES. You got World of Concrete, SHOT Show. Uh, you can go down the list of all the major shows that are actually coming back to full uh, capacity from for lack of better words and full uh, extent of their show uh, during, the, during the month of January I was looking over the list and it's pretty healthy which is, is a good sign hopefully we can ward off any complications of COVID but all from what everything we've seen everything should be good to go all systems go counting on that but prepared for anything yeah you know because basically you'll do what you have to do you know you'll uh, go virtual where you need to, but uh, all everything we're seeing, all these shows are, are are planning on an in-person aspect all the way through the end of the month of January, which is good. Uh, another show that will come up uh, rather quickly uh, for our industry, and we talked a lot about it in uh, San Antonio, and that's Euroshop. Uh, that show will take place in Dusseldorf, Germany. Happens every three years. And a lot of people will be going to that one. There's a big contingency of people going um, in, in the end of February through the 1st of March uh, in Dusseldorf. And uh, IFAS is having what they're calling the IFAS Village. And a lot of U.S. companies will be exhibiting within that uh, space. And uh, EDPA uh, specifically, we're, we're uh, announcing during uh, the access last week that, uh, you know, signups are going on to go and, and participate. So hopefully we'll see a contingency of people go to Euroshop this year that we've never maybe seen in the past. Yeah, I, I think we will. And uh, that's a good thing. And uh, again, you know, I hate to keep bringing it up, but that'll be full circle for me and for many of uh, our, our group that, uh, COVID began there in our brains, and it's going to end there, too. You know, it's 
pretty much already ended in our brains, but uh, this will bring it full circle. That is a good point, because I do remember I was actually in Miami uh, on client visits. I'd just come off a cruise, and then I stayed down in Miami when you uh, and uh, your guest who went to Euroshop, I recorded that uh, interview that you guys did um at Euroshop and or, or post Euroshop rather and uh that's when people started coming home and coughing a little bit and hacking but everybody was like well you know we, it was cold and we, you know the flu kind of happens when you travel everybody gets sick when you travel so everybody just kind of pushed it off and then March came and then everything went kind of crazy right yeah yeah it did and uh, we're gonna get another crazy spell here after the the New Year's holiday it's gonna it's gonna hit yeah, and uh, it's it's interesting. My uh, on an off subject, my wife had to go to the emergency room yesterday. It turned out to be nothing, but uh, you never know in those situations where uh, pains happen and you get older, and, and so you got to go check things out. But uh, I was I had to carry some water and a blanket up there to her, uh, and while I was up there, I noticed that uh, the, she pointed out that the majority of the people who were there they were not COVID conditions; they were uh you know x-rays and other issues so i don't know maybe this COVID thing has hopefully kind of gone away and and we can get back to some uh at least some normal visits to the er that are not COVID related that, that sounds kind of strange to say but i don't know i don't know how how else to say it yeah we like the ordinary visits the regular broken bones and other things <laughs> exactly yeah now i'll get thrown in the, under the bus for encouraging people just don't go for covid just go break something and and make it worth your while to go to the emergency room i don't know how we got down that train of thought but uh while we were in access last week we did interview some folks at the gala event uh which is where the president and everybody executive committee presents all of their awards and everything happening and while we were in that reception uh we interviewed folks and one of the people we interviewed is on our show this week um, I remember Jay Burkett from back in the day when I was at Octonorm and he was at Expo Displace out of uh, out of Birmingham, Alabama, and spent a, a, a long time with those guys there. And um, basically, you know, he's been very active and continuously active, even though he left Expo during the pandemic and and went into some consulting uh, work. Uh, we had an opportunity, uh, Don and I did, to catch up with Jay and just uh, talk to him about pre, during, and post-COVID activity and how things are going with him. He's a legacy member of this industry, so we'll take a time out, come back, and talk with Jay Burkett here on the Don and Mike Show. That interview comes up next after this. If you have a trade show presenter area in your next event, why not lose the microphone and loudspeaker and use closed-circuit audio from youreventaudio.com? Attendees can sit and wear an over-the-ear headset, allowing them to hear the speaker without noise interference, also keeping very important information in the ears of the people that need to hear the information most. This is just one of the many uses for YourEventAudio.com. Welcome back to the Don and Mike Show. Here we are live at EDPA Access, grabbing uh, people and asking them what's going on. And we have with us an illustrious industry member, been in the industry for decades. Jay Perkett, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for uh, having me in here today. Illustrious? Yeah, I'm not so sure, but uh, uh, certainly there's a lot of luster in the industry now. Uh, uh, Mike, you were asking me earlier about, uh, you know, what is life like now, you know, sort of uh, a post-pandemic. 
And uh, for me, you know, I was in the industry uh, 37, 38 years with a company. Uh, things changed during the pandemic, and I was uh, displaced. And I, I took about a year off and, and sort of contemplated. Uh, somebody reached out, to, and we decided to do some consulting with, uh, with a group, TrustWorks uh, Prism Lighting. And that's, that's actually worked out really well. Uh, I never really left the industry in terms of, of just leaving cold turkey. I always stayed in the peripheral doing things on LinkedIn and, and some of the other uh, social platforms to sort of keep my fingers in it because I really knew that it would come back. I, I just don't think it, I don't think anybody thought it was going to take as long to get back. Isn't that the truth? Because we, the better part of 2020, Don and I, did a show every week and in some cases in the middle of that pandemic we did two shows a week because everybody and that was our biggest analytics high listenership year out of the last five and a half years was that year because everybody was clinging in my opinion to all information whether it was our podcast whether it was news in general everybody was trying to reach out and figure out is this thing going to like wave on by here shortly is it going to be short-lived because the prognosis we kept hearing is two or three years maybe even four all the way to 2024 now we're seeing a little bit of light at the end of that tunnel but uh you're right it's uh nobody saw it and you know at least now we're we're glad to be back at, at events like this and and seeing some light at the end of the tunnel once again and, and i would agree the um, you know this event in particular you know we're, we're back up to almost pre-pandemic numbers in terms of attendance uh the people are positive uh people are overworked a little bit you know there's still a, a big void in uh in talent in our industry in all areas uh that's slowly coming back online some of those people will not come back uh, uh, into the industry uh, a lot of them retired but uh, it's it's refreshing to be here to talk to people, to spend time uh, to spend time over the last year uh, with my fingers back in the industry, and and see the the vibrance come back, see the light and the sparkle in people's eyes, and and see that we're once again viable. Now you and I were talking. Um, I can't remember if it was on the was it the golf course or was it just. Uh, uh, here around the the resort that you were telling me that you you now have a residence in North Carolina. I, I do, yeah. I, I bought a, a place up in North Carolina, so I go back and forth between Florida and North Carolina. And, uh, you know, in, in today's environment, especially for the, the things that I'm involved with, uh, it doesn't matter where you are. You can go uh, back and forth. And so it's, uh, it's kind of fun. And, uh, again, uh, being on the fringe a little bit, doing some of the consulting, uh, you're not having to be in an office. You're not necessarily having to be somewhere. And so it gives, it affords you a lot of latitude. Tell me a little bit about being in the consulting world. Um, you know, everybody, when they approach this, our age, I'll say, um, I turned 60 in, in uh, another week. And uh, I'm, I'm, I feel 80, but I'm, I'm 60 on, on, on paper. I just kind of start thinking about my travel, the, the way that I do work, and how that's going to progress when I reach your status, which you're just a, what, a couple of years older than me. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll split the difference. You said 60 and, and 80. Uh, coming up in January, I'll be 70. 70. So, Golly. Uh, I'll, split, I'll split the difference. You, don't, you do not look 70. Well, I, I may look good on the outside, but I'm high mileage on the inside. <laughs> 
<laughs> you know, it's, that uh, something to be said about I me. Mean, they say the same thing about me. I look like a 1989 Mazda B2200 pickup truck there with rust go. on the outside. So uh, and and kind of travel the same way too. You know, a lot of bumps and a lot of a lot of garbage. But uh, nonetheless, that that transition to that at that age, um, I'm, I'm intrigued as to how that is working for you. You, you know, it, it actually worked well. Uh, you get to a certain point in this industry, you spend, you know, in my case, almost 40 years. Uh, you do the travel, you, you, you're, you're doing the dog and ponies, you're doing the shows, and you start to calibrate a little bit or recalibrate and think, hey, is there a, a slowdown or is there a way for me to still contribute? Uh, do people still want you to contribute? And if so, how can you do that? But how can you do that at a sustainable rate or a sustainable pace that works for you in your life? And that's what, for me, the, the consulting has done. Uh, for all intents and purposes, uh, you know, people think that I work uh, you know, full-time for a, a company. And you can put in, in my case, uh, you know, uh, as many or as little hours a, a week as you want. And you can do that from anywhere. And the, the key is, again, after you've been in the industry, like yourself, Mike, like Don, uh, I don't want to say you can write your own ticket, but you have a lot more, there, there's a, little, a lot more margin for, for change and for uh, diversity, if you will, in, in your work schedule and in what you do and how you do it. You know, I've known you for a while. Work-life balance does have meaning. Uh, even probably before the pandemic, but yeah, I, I'm not sure. Maybe you're like me, and you you like that um, that energy that you get by traveling, by by going and, and seeing people. Or has that now just say, you know, I've I've had enough, and and I'll do it with uh, technology and other methods. Well, you know, I, I I do still like to get out there in the field, and I do that occasionally with uh, some of our team members. Um, the technology certainly is is a big factor, and it makes it easier. But it's, uh, it's a combination, and, and I'll, I'll be honest with you, uh, the one thing that I missed was the camaraderie of this industry and the people that you know. And, you know, Mike, you can walk through the room. Don, certainly you can walk through the room. I can walk through the room. And we probably know 60 to 80% of the people here, and you can't walk through without getting stopped 15 times. And, and that's a, uh, quite honestly, that's a blessing that we get, the, the friendships that we build, even though they're, they're competitors, those are friendships that, that transcend the industry and last a lifetime. Totally agree with you, you and you're exactly right. You, I love when I arrive to the resort because I can uh, be pretty much be assured somebody sitting in the lobby that, uh, you know, when I get out of my rental car and I go to check in or somebody's in line to check in, and, you know, t- at this trip, it was Steve Lamana. Um, you know, uh, AV guy, right? Yep, there you go. And and I'm like, yeah, what are you doing? You know, and, and uh, yeah, I just got in from Vegas and, you know, got a little early. And and, uh, and then I go down the hallway a little more and see four more people. And uh, it, it is something about that that is comforting and keeps you keeps you on your toes. Don, I'm sure you have the same feeling, right? Without a doubt, Mike. And, and that, that is a great feeling, knowing when you pull up to a resort, uh, usually where you've never been before. You know, when you walk in that main entrance. There's going to be someone you know, a familiar face, and uh, it's very comforting. Uh, you know, we travel a lot in our industry, and we meet up a lot. And um, yeah, yeah. Uh, one day when I do leave this industry, I shall miss it, but it's no time soon, I hope. 
And, and, and Mike, also, it's it's nice if you're if, if you don't see him in the lobby, you certainly see him at the bar. <laughs> at the where? At the bar. At the bar. Okay. True. Truer words have never been spoken, folks. Uh, Jay, let's cut to the chase uh, about uh, the next question I have. You and I have been doing this a while. You longer than me, but uh, been doing it a while. What does your forecast look like for 23? What are you hearing from your clients? What are you seeing as feedback from uh, colleagues and, and people in general about the trade show live event and experiential industry? So, so the people I talk to, the, the correspondence I have with people, everybody is still very, very positive. There's a little bit of a cloud, I think, hanging over the, the economy, not just necessarily our, our, you know, our industry, but there's a little bit of a cloud there, a little bit of speculation. Are things going to go south? Uh, you know, are they going to continue to either level off or, or be the same or continue? But uh, everybody that I talk to is positive. Uh, they've got more than enough work. Uh, they, they are, in a lot of cases, overworked. And I think the biggest question is not so much the economy and where it's going to go, although that's looming for everybody. I think it's uh, how are we going to get the manpower to do what we need to do in 2023. At the end of the day, you're exactly right. Um, You sit here and you listen, and and there's so much noise. And I'm not talking about the noise in the room right now. There is a ton of that. But the the media noise, the um, speculation noise, uh, gets real foggy world news. You look at China, you look at, uh, and I just heard today that they're fighting back uh, lockdowns over there to the point that they've had to uh, up, up, uh, relax a little bit of what they were planning on doing initially. So, you know, from a supply side, when you're sitting here looking at trying to get product in to sell, uh, it, because there's a lot of companies that rely on Asia, let's face it, um, you know, we don't need another freaking problem there, right? Exactly. We don't need a lockdown. We don't need a slowdown. Uh, I did see in the news today that there were, were some uh, legislation passed to, to help thwart a, uh, a rail strike here. So that's that's some good news. Uh, that could have certainly put uh, a lot of people behind a little bit in in our economy. So, so that's some good news, and hopefully that continues on a positive note. Jay Burkett, uh with TrustWorks uh, stepping in and, and talking with us here on the Don and Mike show on this EDPA Access uh, Friday. Uh, just right, this is during the uh, President's Gala, as we said, on the front end. And uh, I know you you want to get around and socialize. I appreciate you taking time out and, and, and catching us up to speed. Um, I guess you're in the legacy column of, uh, of, of EDPA. Well, I don't know about that. Uh, I'm, I'm, in, I'm, in, I'm in some column, but I'm not sure if it's column A or column B. That's if you're in the column and you're vertical, it's life's good, right? It sounds like uh, people are beginning to head into the president's gala. We're heading in that direction. So I'll tell you what, we'll take a short break. Don and I will come back and wrap things up right after this on the Don and Mike Show. Dress your next event for success with SMT Expo Systems. From disposable trash receptacles and table skirts in a variety of colors to vinyl tabletops in all sizes. SMT Expo Systems has the solutions for your exhibit needs. Offering direct from manufacturer pricing enables us to pass through significant cost savings to our clients. Visit smtexpo.com to see how we have you covered. 
You're listening to The Don and Mike Show. Hey, welcome back to The Don and Mike Show. Don Savelli here. This is our taped interview for our Friday, December 9th episode. We were lucky enough to catch up with Jay Burkett. He is uh, a lifelong EDPA member, backer, promoter, and uh, he didn't want to ride off into the uh, Gulf of Mexico sunset, so he's been sharing his expertise with a company called Trustworks. That's also pretty big in lighting in our industry. Uh, Jay has a lot to say about the industry, Mike, and he's seen a lot, hasn't he? Well, he has, and uh, you know, as I mentioned on the front end, he spent a good deal of time at Expo Displays out of Birmingham, uh, manufacturer of uh, portable and some custom display work there, and um, yeah, I've known Jay a while. Good guy at Tampa. He's splitting time now in Tampa as well as North Carolina. He's got a, I guess you'd call it a semi-retirement home up in the mountains there in, in North Carolina. So he kind of splits and goes back and forth. One of the things that was interesting was his point about. You know, now, because of technology, you can pretty much work anywhere and and live anywhere to do your job. He and I both kind of share that situation where we're detached. You know, we're uh, his, his corporation when he was with Expo, you know, was in Birmingham and he were, he lived in Tampa and still was able to travel and work because he's like me. He goes to the airport and, and he flies to visit clients. And and that's just kind of the makeup of, of the industry and, and kind of way things are. And, and even as technology allows us to do that, uh, we see a lot more freedom to be able to to reside and live and stay wherever you wherever you want to stay these days, which is, I guess, a good thing. Yeah, yeah, it certainly changed the face of uh, certain aspects of our industry, uh, especially when it comes to advising or sales. You, you know, a lot of that just moves by by phone and by uh, digital means. So, uh, yeah, we're lucky to catch up with people like Jay, and uh, we'll be seeing him out at other industry events, I'm sure. Um, I don't know, Mike. Lots of lots of great things happening, and uh, everyone's getting ready to celebrate the holidays here, and then come out swinging for uh, for the new set of. Uh, beginning of the year events and shows yeah talk about come out swinging last thing we'll talk about today is uh if you're in vegas you know about rodeo weeks uh it kind of happens every december there's uh uh the the national federation of rodeo i believe the nfr if, if i'm not mistaken uh national finals rodeo that's what that stands for i knew it was nfr uh but it's professional rodeo cowboys association they got a big uh, event that happens i believe does it still happen over at unlv it does, Mike. Sometimes they split it up in a couple different venues, but uh, you don't want to be anywhere caught up in that traffic, let me tell you. Yeah, I, I imagine so. And speaking of uh, big things, uh, we got in this article about this huge, if you're in, if, if that's your gig, and or you happen to be in Vegas uh, for a show or, or maybe an event or just trying to chill here at the end of the year, uh, head over to the uh, casino that's known as South Point. They have a, a South Point Resort and Casino. They have the world's largest belt buckle. It's also known as Big Buck. And uh, so apparently this belt buckle is in the uh, cas- uh, the casino area. They, I guess it's in the entranceway. It's the world's largest belt buckle. Uh, it's huge. It's 10 foot, 6 inches wide by 14, 6.4 inches tall, weighs 1,000 pounds. And I, I'm assuming that's a, a world record. Is would that would, When you think that? My God, you know, you know, uh, you, you know, Wonder Woman had her bracelets. The belt buckle is good for a guy because you know that'll block a lot of private parts and important things in the interior, wouldn't you say? 
<laughs> you know, only only in this industry could you pull that off where you could say that. <laughs> but uh, that that is true. Uh, as I look at the photo of uh, in the release, it looks like it's in four sections. Um, and if you're a thousand pounds, I guess that's two fifty a, a section. That that's a lot of weight and a lot of size there for sure. Yeah, I think it's more just a symbol, but they're proud of it, so why not show it off? And that's what our industry loves to play part of. We'll ship it, we'll we'll prop it up, we'll take it down, we'll ship it somewhere else. Just tell us what you need, right? Yeah, something tells me for some reason that uh, whoever is dismantling that is going to take a piece of that home with them, because that's kind of like our industry, right? I mean, pieces of, 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 of booths always disappear somehow out of the dock. And something tells me that a part of this belt buckle may wind up in somebody's bedroom in Las Vegas from a labor standpoint. Not sure. I'm not I'm not accusing of anything. I'm just saying that the possibility's there. Yeah, we'll have to wait and see on that one. Stay tuned. Yep, absolutely. From the Don and Mike show. He's Don on Mike. Thanks for listening. As always powered by SMT Expo.